2: From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional <laughs> shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron.
3: This is only the beginning.
2: There's
0: you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Go!
2: morning swarm and welcome to Fall hat you know i am you know what i'm here to do i'm here to rock. join me as always xavier guerrero and on the ones of two jay nice johnny woodard how are you guys we're doing, doing good doing good doing good doing good you had a birthday you felt great life is good everything is great johnny how are you i'm okay man uh good show today good show jay today dyer. jay dyer always <laughs> comes in Hot. guns ablazing. john wick and everybody pulling no punches doesn't want to leave any ammo behind that's jay dyer so as always great conversation with him to live to learn with jay dyer that's what it is so guys if you want to see daddy live the the weirdo tour is in full effect uh go i'm going to be in morris plains uh february 16th through the 18th uh that's the dojo of comedy uh comedy chaos on February 22nd 24th I'm in Spokane and 25th I am in Tacoma they were close. we're opening up March with March 2nd through the 4th I'm at the house of comedy in Bloomington Minneapolis grab all those tickets at Sam t-shirts uh, all my all my premium content. You want more conspiracies? You want more content? Go to rockvin.com for all your needs. Uh, for $15 a month, you get two episodes of Tim Fall Hat, two episodes of Conspiracy Social Club. Well, one episode of Conspiracy Social Club. You get We, we don't, don't Smoke, smoke the, the same. same. First look at first look broken broken sim and the list goes on and then if you're looking to invest go to cashdaddies.com slash uh patreon.com slash cashdaddies 20 dollars make you holler all the tips you could you could ever want to learn how to invest your money and make cash people are making a handle of this so if you don't like money don't go there uh anything else guys nope we rocking Okay, enjoy Jay Dyer. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, <laughs> open your mic. <laughs> Drink. All right, let's get into it. He is a uh, regular on this show. He's been on here almost more than anybody, probably outside of uh, Eddie Bravo. We're excited to have him back. Uh, you can find him on Rockfin. He's been on, I, I just did Tim Pool. I've seen him on, on Alex Jones' channel, InfoWar. Uh, Very excited to have him back. Please welcome the one and only Jay Dyer. How are you, Jay?
3: What's up, dude? Always glad to be back on uh, Temple Hat. It's one of the best podcasts out there. Yeah, I think this is like five or six times now. So we're basically dating. I mean, you and I could basically say that we're moved beyond just like talking to like we're dating now. Let's get serious.
2: Let's get serious with each other, please. Let's get serious. Um... I'm very excited to have you on you're doing great stuff it's fun watching you uh rise and uh you definitely deserve it because you're such a hard worker and you're a good guy and so uh last we talked you were doing some tour dates are you still doing any of those
3: we are yeah we uh next live event is february 11th in austin texas so uh I'll be there in austin that's five days, so I don't know if this will be up before that. But then, and then we're looking at be. Hollywood after that, maybe in the next couple months. After, sometime in the summer, we'll set up a live event in Hollywood. But you were actually the brainchild behind this recommendation to do live events. I was like, never thought of this. And then Sam Triple was like, Duh, you should do lot, <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, let's do it. Let's try. Yeah. And you were right. And it's thank been a hit. you for we've listening to
2: me. Thank you.
3: Yeah, man, we've had. Uh, I think we have about 120 at the first two events so this will be our third live event in austin when you when does this go up you think so, oh, I remind people up, to get tickets.
2: so uh we record this on monday it goes out on tuesday
3: oh okay so yeah so if you're listening to this go to my event bright on my twitter and get the tickets to the live event it's a five-hour event we got uh, me doing uh, about 30 minutes of comedy bg cumby will be there doing comedy he's doing his own 40 minute set Then my wife does a lecture on her book, which is really relevant to high-profile VMA, Grammy, Super Bowl, halftime rituals, and then I give a talk on my new philosophy book. So that's this weekend, Saturday, Austin, Texas, February 11th. There's
2: your own little festival. uh, Five hours. Bang it out, bro. I love that. And uh, where else can they find you? Your website? What are your Instagrams? and. What do you, Rockfin? Where, yeah, where
3: jaysanalysis.com, website, Rockfin, Jay Dyer, exactly. Uh, mm, Twitter, Jay Dyer, mm, YouTube, Jay Dyer, uh, Instagram, Jay's Analysis, I think. So, Rub- yeah, all my stuff's there.
2: Respect. Respect. I respect it, dude. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, obviously, everybody's talking about the Grammys, which I think is their, their whole thing. Uh, everyone's losing on Sam Smith. I, I, I think Sam Smith is, uh, a fat, lazy hack. Uh, I, I think this is all edgelord shit. Right. And I think every, they do just to get the Christians running around crazy and not that the Christians are wrong because the Christians were saying for years that the, uh, that the, uh, you know, they're coming for your kids and here we are yeah. coming for your kids. And yeah. so what are your whole take on the whole thing?
3: Well, I just started watching the clips. I hadn't seen it until today, so it's actually pretty new to me, which is, I mean, it's not new because, like, to me, this is old hat. Like, I mean, we've been calling out Super Bowl halftime shows, VMAs for 15 years. I've been doing podcasts and articles on that for so long. It's like, oh, another one of these. But this one is so overt that it seems like a lot of people are like, whoa, like they're really talking about this alchemical, you know, non-binary, whatever creation of Baphomet in the songs that they're talking about, the people are promoting this. And I mean, yeah, it's like, you have to understand it's, it's not happenstance. It's like, it's part of an agenda. It's part of warfare. And in my view, it's not just ideological warfare. It also kind of goes into the domain of being spiritual warfare, which ultimately targets us as human beings and wants to invert our nature and our biology not for liberation or freedom but for uh keeping us down and for making sure that we don't procreate making sure that we don't pair bond i mean it's like kind of obvious to me what all this is about and you're right that to me it's lame it's it's like not even edgy it's like dude they were doing the exact same lame kind of things in the super bowl halftime show 10 years ago it's like lady gaga has already been drenched in fake blood i mean it's like it's 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 never anything creative it's always the same repackaged goofy stuff this event reminded me of when katy perry was dressed up as a devil and it was just to me it's just lame honestly
2: well yeah it is lame and listen this come from a guy who loved 80s metal and all that stuff and my biggest problem right now with the left uh, I mean like look at it, look at this line right here Sam Smith's full-on satanic worship Grammy number set uh, conservative se- uh, sets conservatives into an anti-vax satanic panic so now they're trying to tell the left that uh, if you're anti-vax uh, that that associating Satan with uh be on the same level as a vaccine so anyone who's uh, uh anti-vax is evil but if they don't like satan they're evil as well it's like it's, it's so stupid the whole thing is just so dumb and and it's just like, the, the problem I have right now is with the left, because I had a buddy of mine tweeting about Lil Nas and defending him. I go, the difference between now and then is that like when Ozzy did this shit, there was a giant pushback. Like people took his albums, ran over it with bulldozers and did all this stuff. You know, you didn't have like every corporate entity running to, this, to defend this fat ass. And this is coming from a guy who's a fat ass. Well, I have a flat ass, but I'm a fat ass, okay? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) defending it it's like now it's corporate it's corporate signed off they're they're defending it when before it was like they were doing it to be provocative which he is right now but it's not as acceptable to everybody you know it's like when when, when, when jimmy door i mean or jimmy uh the doors and jim morrison was like Let my, ah! the corporations lost it right now they're just like dude let's sacrifice a child at the grammys because we'll be edgy and provocative and it's just like it's just lazy dude and like the grammy's were the last of the great uh, great award show it was the last time it was the last place where you could go watch new acts and old acts come together and play some cool ass songs and now lazy people like sam smith who just wants to act like he's a badass right it's not about him being gay because people are saying the exact same thing about madonna okay the same saying the exact same thing. Stop with the lazy, oh, because he's gay. It's not because he's gay. It's just, it's lazy. It's lazy ass stuff. Lazy ass edgelord shit. It means that, it's like when Sarah Silverman's like, oh, dude, I hate pro-life so much, I'll eat aborted babies. You're just being an edgelord. You're just trying to be edgy to stay relevant, and that's all he's doing right here. So I'm, I'm mad at him, but I'm also mad at the people who are just, Losing it on it, acting like it's so not, if you ignored this shit, if you really ignored it, do you think it would go away, Jay? If this guy got no clicks, no views, no mentions, he isn't looking up Sam Smith on Twitter and seeing everybody crying about it the
1: re i i had to ignore it because it was like you said too obvious there wasn't t- there was so nothing obvious. to decode. there wasn't nothing to decode usually i gotta be like oh i gotta go check out fucking uh so-and-so that decode yeah. stuff because it's i'm too not open to it i yeah. was like yo yeah, i don't need to see this this guy's wearing devil horns like it's how more obvious can we get yeah yeah
3: yeah i mean i think one point you made about so they were tying it into satanic panic because that was kind of a psyop and there was a lot of goofy got a lot of goofy evangelicals that believed a bunch of stuff at that time in the 1980s that wasn't true and that had to do with a certain book that came out called michelle remembers and that turned out to be a fraud book and then uh Geraldo did all those exposés about the Satanic Panic, which really kicked it off. But the reality is that there actually were some Satanic groups and some some Satanic stuff going on. But what they did was they hyped up a bunch of fake stuff, which you'll notice that's happened in recent years, right? If there's something real coming out, one way to get ahead of that is to hype up a bunch of fake stuff related to that event, and then everybody thinks it's all ridiculous, right? So I think that tying it into the Satanic Panic, which is what the recent season of... uh uh, stranger things did right. It tied it into the satanic panic and serial killers. Like as if, if you go against this stuff, which is cultural warfare, if you go against it, then you're part of some kind of like low IQ evangelical fundamentalist thing, which there may be some low IQ evangelical fundamentalists that are into that have a dumb take on this. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that therefore it's not an intentional, uh, act that's promoted by the establishment for cultural subversion. And I mean, I've been studying this stuff from a cultural warfare perspective for years, even in grad school, like this is, it's not even up for debate, really, that, that this kind of stuff is put into culture for, for ideological warfare purposes. Like it's, it's, I mean, I can give you a whole bunch of documents and we can go into the history of the CIA using this kind of stuff in the cold war. I mean, it's, it's a, it's done on purpose to change the culture. So, know there's an agenda
2: uh, i i completely agree with you i think the whole church of satan all that stuff was started by nerd dorks trying to bang goth chicks right and they're just like and they're hiding their pedophilia a lot of those guys at the highest pedophilia but a lot of them are just dungeons and dragons dorks that's what they oh, yeah. are and they're trying to get fat goth chicks to be like oh God, you're so edgy you're so edgy so you got these fat chicks and these skinny nerds like all just trying to act like badasses and and nobody checks them and, <laughs> and then you got this whole thing about like the, you're totally right about the satanic panic this everything that's going on right now has been planned forever it's all been planned. So you get these stupid ass things with the Memphis Three, which, like, if you talk to a lot of people, you break it down. Those guys did that. They one hundred percent did that shit. And then you find out, you know, that this is just a manipulation because everything's about satanic panic. You make people go. It's like you remember the Red Scare with McCarthy. You remember that? We're like, yeah, oh my yeah, god, absolutely. man oh my god he's accusing everybody of being communist can you believe that how stupid is that and then here we are a fuck you got Swindell or whatever his fucking name is working with the chinese you got marxism being pushed everywhere college marxism not like latin american marxism but college marxism which is esg thank you blackrock for putting a name on it so i could say it without people running around yelling (laughs) anti-semitism right thank you right so here we are everyone is communist? everyone is this communism that they would that that mccarthy was saying was creeping in
0: because it was and i know you saw that mar thing this week about how i mean no nobody's extrapolating this out to where it's ended almost every time it's happened like in the maoist every revolution time, you know.
2: they don't get it because they don't know their history that's why they erase yeah. history
0: yeah the
3: uh The Fabian socialists, right? I mean, that's the the reformed Marxism that's aligned with big money capital, monopoly capitalism. And that's the ideology that all these people have. That's why China is the model. That's why, like you said, there's all this allowed Chinese espionage is that China is kind of like a tool for the global elite. Like, I don't think China runs everything, but they're a model for and a tool for this same power structure that absolutely is behind the notion of cultural warfare, pop culture warfare, pop, occultism, right? That's what, it, that's what it is. It's a way to manipulate. It. And you're totally right about the average kind of like normie church of Satan dork. Like these are, they, that worked because, uh, what's his name? That old creep dude, Gerald Gardner. Like he actually was the first to spit game, uh, at the fat goth chicks. He's the creator of Wicca. He's the creator of all of the modern witchcraft stuff. And he spit game to get the fat goth chicks naked in the woods to, to literally, cause he wanted to smack their butts. He said that, <laughs> like he wanted to touch butts. That was part of the butt rituals. So a lot of the butt rituals is literally just dudes that can't get any figuring yeah. out an innovative way to spit game. That's true, 100%. but I'm serious. I completely that's, that's, agree. Look up Gerald Gardner and the the he would take little switches like like grandma switching you as a bad boy and he would say you're a whack whack you're initiated now whack whack whack.
2: I completely agree with it and it's just and people fall for but they set it up. So they start McCarthyism early, send the presidents that it's a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt and then when it starts to roll out they yell, "Oh, you remember the witch hunt?" Oh, no.
3: Well, the the thing with mccarthy is that what he figured out was that there is this plan but he he just thought it was the wrong people like he thought moscow was behind all these operations because some of the agents like you know the the Alger hiss and all them that they were kgb agents but what quigley makes fun of mccarthy and all the john birch people for is not that they were overall wrong, or right about the they were right about the conspiracy, but they just had the wrong bad guys because they thought it was Moscow, and they realized that the real bad guys, the ones that were promoting it domestically, behind the move towards socialism in America, were the most wealthy people in America, not you know Gorbachev and these people that you know basically are relying on, on the west for all their money and all their industrial build up right i mean 100%. dude look Zabrin, Brzezinski in his between two ages who you know this. he's this basically my the architect part
2: Jay Dyer. <laughs> just grabbing he's the books architect. out of nowhere can you hear me yeah
3: i'm sorry it's all good uh <laughs> Am I am I uh, rambling too much? On the no, theater. no, no. I said my Was favorite part of
2: you being on the show is you grabbing books out of nowhere.
3: <laughs> By the way, you said you have a flat ass. I don't. I, I, the internet says you're thick with three C's.
2: Yeah, I do. I have. I have. I have heavy legs, but a flat ass.
3: Okay, so thunder thighs basically. Yeah, 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 thunder yeah, th- yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Heavy fair enough. legs,
2: fat, it's flat ass.
3: Let me get my boomer glasses on because I can't see shit now. So here we go. Like. If you look at this, there's Brzezinski right there yeah. in between two ages talking about and citing professor Anthony Sutton. Now that's not the right one. Sorry. That's the weather weapons quote. I have the wrong hand quote. Uh, here it is in this footnote. He cites Sutton. There's a reason why I'm doing this Respect. because says, so yeah,
2: there it is. C. Sutton.
3: Yes. So Anthony Sutton is the guy who wrote wall street, and the bullshit revolution and pointed out that whether it's hitler or the bolsheviks fascism and socialism communism were funded by and aided by and built up by the wealthiest people in the west so that's the point right like like that's what quigley is saying about mccarthy is that mccarthy was right that there's all this subversion and they even had committee the, the reese committee hearings but he was just wrong about who was behind it. He thought it was people in Moscow. People in Moscow were relying on the wealthiest people for the Cold War and for all this communist subversion. And that's why I've been lecturing through this book, Milner, Fabian, Conspiracy, because that's reform Marxism, which is Marxism aligned with the zillionaires to put everybody into the damn slave camp that we're going into with a great reset.
2: I completely agree. And, you know, again, you know, we have an episode coming out that we recorded earlier coming out. On Thursday, and we talked a little bit about this, about like how like no revolutions are are natural. I just yeah. I believe it. Right. I believe they're all funded by the same people at the top to cause chaos. And like it, it, again, we talk about this all the time on the show. But th- this progressive, super like woke movement, there's there's not a lot of them. They just get amplified everywhere. Yes. Like, as much as I love tit libs of TikTok, which is great, you're also giving these guys way bigger platforms than they would ever have if you left them on TikTok. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So and making them bigger than they seem. So now, and like, again, I love the chick who does lives at TikTok. but you are amplifying these people. And that's really the biggest problem. Isn't that you, you have a pink hair and blue hair and you think you're dear. I don't really give a shit about that. Okay. But it's the fact that, okay, if you're teaching children, we have real problems with that. That's that, but you're also being amplified. And what is the difference between a tech, people astroturfing this movement or live the tiktok or 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 fox news or any of these conservatives that just keep playing how crazy these people are you make it seem like it's everywhere and it's not it's san francisco la new york Chicago, and it's not even those entire cities. It's the rich areas where you grow up with everything you ever want. I used to do shows in Chicago. This one comedy club is begging me to come back. And I'm like, I don't think I want to do it, man. Because it's like you're right in the middle of downtown. That's where all the rich kids are. And every night I performed there, there was some white chick crying <laughs> about words and telling me I need a punch down. Bitch, you don't even know where I'm punching from. You don't know where I'm punching from. Don't tell me where I'm punching, where I should punch. You know where I'm punching from, but it's the same thing. And as much as I don't like what the unabomber did killing people, because I don't think murdering people is the, is the answer, but man, he nailed it about rich white liberals. They're the most dangerous motherfuckers on the planet because one, they're seeking out a fucking struggle in their life. So they're taking other people's struggles which they don't actually feel. And most of these struggles are things you can't even touch. Like this, I can touch this. How can I touch racism?
0: Yeah. Well, you think about it, there's this activity you do in mindfulness where when you're angry, you try to forget that you're angry and just feel that what that feels like, you know? Yeah. And you find that that feels a lot like joy, that just that feeling, that feeling of being activated And that's what these people are addicted to just a rage cycle of like what is my next hit of rage you know what am i pissed off about next oh they're just talking about no happiness how these rich
2: people activism these rich people go to these foreign countries these really poor foreign countries and when everyone sees some like white chick showing up they all just throw on their dirtiest clothes and they start just Walking <laughs> around so they get an extra couple bucks. Yeah,
1: that's so funny. Yeah. The poorer they look, the more the white people will give them
2: money.
3: Yeah. That, uh, Dude, oh, yeah. I, the first time I ever went to Tijuana, I was 11. And I learned this <laughs> firsthand when I was 11 year old when we lived in San Diego. My dad was in the Navy and he took us to Tijuana one day. And I remember we walked across that bridge that you walk across to go over into Tijuana. And we spent a day there buying, I don't know, candy and shit for a dollar or whatever. But then walking back over, I saw this. This girl and her mom are sitting on a blanket, right? Asking for money. I'll never forget this. And so I was moved and uh gave a dollar. And then we kept walking. And I happened to turn around and look back. And I she pulled out the biggest freaking wad I've ever seen of like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I'm like, that's a racket, dude. I need to get up into that, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a famous story of a woman who was Uh, she was like, didn't have legs. She's on the Atlantic city boardwalk. She she drove a Porsche and put her three kids through college yes. and owned a fucking house. Just going, I'm a sad person. Why are well, you
0: paying your taxes when you do that? Huh? You know, How's You happening? think
2: you pay taxes? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You dude, fuck all these people. People, yeah. poor
3: people, man. So I'm saying we need to get rid of all the poor people. <laughs> oh, I'm that's right, bro. I'm just joking.
2: <laughs> but, well, I'm that's a joking. big thing on cryptocurrency, though, dude. Like, How are crypto? How are homeless people going to get some money? What, are you going to send them Shibu Inu? <laughs> yeah. yeah <definitely. laughs> I mean, they all do have phones, so maybe you can, but who knows? So I'm going to send it on the blockchain. Let's get into... Well, Jay... I oh come it. on
3: now the black chain the black come chain. on now i love it i respect i'm gonna that send song. it on the black chain uh, i'm sorry dog i
2: i was i was trying to transition into uh to oh get to no, want no, me you go, did, go there no 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 you did make fun of black people all you want i don't care my dad did i tell you my dad text me
3: today i hey i i yes i saw your dad's text i was i was hot i'm happy that you're uh amplifying BIPOC voices that's what i'm talking about <laughs>
2: thank you my dad's like <laughs> My dad's been with a black woman for years now, and he just... He just texted me. It is Brenda's month. <laughs> Her
3: month. <laughs> she owned that month. She owned
2: it. What does that? that even mean, Dad? So you
1: and your dad got something in common. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We love black chicks. Uh-oh. I need <laughs> add Corolla. I'm on Carolla, and
2: Corolla and I talk about how I like really dark skinned black chicks, and everybody got quiet. I'm like, why is that racist? I like I don't want like it's just the notion of something now is racist. It's not there's I like black chicks, I like really dark skinned black chicks. Why are we having problems right now? When I
3: went to when I was at Timcast, I was talking, I got to sit where Candace Owens butt was. Oh. We were all I was talking about that. So Candace's butt was there. Now my butt's there. Yeah,
2: dude. Make a little Blake Griffin. My butt
3: is is uh uh, now connected with amplifying BIPOC voices. That's all I'm saying.
2: I respect (laughs) all right, guys. Real quick, you know what time it is? It's Super Bowl Sunday, and that's why I want to tell you about our friends at DraftKings. Okay, are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sports an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl 57. Has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers get in on Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and and 9 p.m eastern update for pacific standard time okay to see what prop bets will be boosted listen are you guys excited any of your favorite prop bets all of them the flip <laughs> the coin that's your favorite, <laughs> my, the, the, my, no, my, favorite my favorite than is
0: how long the national anthem is going to be i love doing research going back through the old like versions of them singing the national anthem oh, if they have it and, oh, and you trying to some, guess it.
2: you do some uh, you do some like data? I you really do. It in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I constantly Look it at
0: is. this
1: analyst over here.
2: I love it. I love Get it. Your money. I love it. It's I love it. I love it all, man. Those are the prop bets make it all fun, dude. And you gotta make a bunch of prop bets, and you don't worry about which one won and which one lost. You wait to the end and see how much cash you made. So this is what I need you guys to do: download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code Tinfoil. New customers can bet five dollars on Super Bowl Fifty Seven and get two hundred in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code. 10 for minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details so i want to get into something you were talking about but i want I'm glad you're on because you're obviously uh, orthodox am i right yes sir okay we've been having a lot of people on the show doing a lot of discussions about (laughs) narcissism uh the the uh the stars all that stuff and i just feel that even that my fans are really great they're really cool with going along with these discussions because i feel like the swarm is kind of like me they're like i don't know but i'll I'll listen to what you have to say and for that i'm very thankful for them because sometimes i don't know where the conversation is going to go and i would never want anyone to think that i fight for everyone's right for freedom of speech, and like I'm trying to tell anybody what they believe isn't real or anything like that, so my thoughts on uh, like the church your discuss- your beliefs on the church on Jesus, what Jesus represents, with the role of of the Catholic Church in kind of hardening religion and Christianity and all that stuff <laughs>
3: So, yeah, I think narcissism appeals to a lot of people, especially in like the conspiracy community, because I think we get to a certain point where we realize like we've been lied to about so much, right? Then we start to think, oh, dude, everything's a lie, right? Like we live in a simulation, everything's fake, right? Uh, and I'm not knocking broken simulation. I'm not, I'm not hating on you. We listen to, bro- <laughs> we listen to hey, broken simulation.
2: We're big simulation. in freaking Thailand, bro. Deal with it.
3: But I think that... Uh, not I, I don't think everything is uh, a lie like i think we can go too far with that where you start getting over into like the you know the buddhist or the far eastern philosophy you know which is like oh everything's an illusion dude like everything's maya an illusion I think that's the, the farthest extreme. And that's basically kind of the Gnostic view that this world is evil. This world's a prison, our bodies a prison, a lot of parallels with like Platonism and stuff like that. So I think that those are not, um, life affirming philosophies. I don't think they're healthy philosophies. I think that, that really Gnosticism is a dead end. Doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, and it's really convoluted as a worldview, as a system. So I think that Orthodox Christianity is better at, answering that kind of a thing about how we can have a basis for right and wrong how we can have an affirmation of the goodness of this world of the human body etc without extremes of like wanting to transcend the body or get rid of the body or uh i think you know i think a lot of this uh the the transitioning stuff is related to this kind of gnostic idea that you got we have to attack the body i think that from the vantage point of christianity we believe in the bodily resurrection so we think the body is a good thing right it's not bad we just have to kind of put it in in its right place not let it run our lives in terms of like vices and addictions and this kind of stuff so i see all that as just really healthy just from a practical standpoint in terms of what christianity's morals and ethics are but i do agree with you that that when we come to gigantic corrupt institutions that makes Christianity definitely appear, uh, I mean, I would say the, the strongest argument like if atheism or any of these other worldviews has is the corruption in the Roman Catholic Church. I mean, I have to admit, like it's, you know, like if, if it was just Roman Catholicism or Protestantism, I wouldn't be in this religion, this would be silly. But I mean, I think Orthodoxy makes a lot more sense than Rome and Protestantism, but just the deeper that I go into the corruption of the Vatican, I've been reading this crazy book here Written by a Catholic, by the way, professor uh, Operation Gladio, which is all about the connections between uh, organized crime and Vatican, the Vatican Bank, and it's just like, dude, this is crazy. This is a giant mind control operation and a black budget thing. So, uh, so anyway, long story short, yeah, that's. I mean, I don't blame people for thinking Christianity doesn't have anything on something like Gnosticism, but I think that it's just it's more nuanced than that. Because Christianity is more than, it's not. I wouldn't identify it with Roman Catholicism because I think that whole thing's corrupt.
2: So, and I, I respect that, and I appreciate that. I also believe that because of the political correctness of the world, that everybody just points out uh, uh, the Catholic Church, and, yeah. and 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 there, ergo, Christianity. Which I don't think they're necessarily the same thing. Um, And I could be wrong and I'm open-minded to what you think Jay but I also think like if you take a look at any religion and that is Judaism or Islam there is corruption I don't think that the religions themselves are corrupt I think the people who commit corruption happen to be of those religions Christianity or roman catholic and i'm not saying not christianity either but you know any of the major religions and we're just allowed now to talk about it like i can't watch anything on netflix that shits on a christian religion because i know they won't do it with judaism and they won't do it with islam so i can't i can't okay you're just playing favoritism here and you're not looking at the bigger picture which is there are psychopaths of every religion. And they they in the name of their religion do fucked up shit. And it's not the religion necessarily that does it. And you know, you can get in a tall mood and all that stuff. And we could talk about where that book comes from. And I'm very much on the record that I think a lot of these holy books that we use there's a lot of things done to them from people outside their religions that is made to use up, make us want to fight with each other and that's just my humble opinion i stand by it but i am not sit there and watch like oh this show on netflix oh the quaker family deep corruption in the in the in the christian religion get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here okay When you have people like refusing to admit that Jeffrey Epstein was a Mossad fucking uh, thing, I just can't listen to you. I can't listen to you. If you have blind spots, and I guess you could say that about me and Rogan, fine, I'll accept that. But you know what? I don't care. I'm just not going to allow you to shit on one religion and give other. It's like my problem with Bill Maher and I've talked about before his religiosity. St- so he his big thing, religious, religious when he goes off on all the religions except for Jewish. And the only thing he made fun about Jews is the one person who did like Israel. Like that's a fucking cop-out. That's a fucking cop-out. It's like every religion has major problems not to talk about it. Just shows me who your masters are. And that's my opinion. And by the way, if you apply that to me and Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan puts no money in my bank account, just so you know. He doesn't. I am my own man. These guys know how I make my money. I make it off my own money doing my own shit. Joe Rogan has never appeared on Tinfoil Hat one time in the fucking almost s- over six years of this show he's never been on it he's done everybody else's podcast never done this podcast and you know what it's okay because he fucking was he he did my shows at the comic store when i didn't have money to pay my bills and that's the why i'm loyal to my fucking friends so save it there you go jay feel free
3: <laughs> yeah i think so like institutional capture is I think what you're talking about, this, this idea from the global elite, that in order to further the movement towards the global one world order, they would need to capture the existing institutions rather than destroy them. Because the older, approaches of like maoism or the french revolution which basically would just try to do an atheist destruction of everything and the kgb early on uh, the kgb did this uh, in russia they tried this as well then they realized that uh, rather than trying to destroy the institutions, just do institutional capture where you put in your agents and your people in these institutions and then steer them in your direction in a slower way and they did the same thing over on um in the in the uh in America through like what schools and universities, the elite set up and what money they put into these various religious institutions. So they didn't just do it with Christianity. You're right that they did it with all of these institutions. And the the goal ultimately is just to take all of these and steer them into uh, you know, a new world religion. And they all, all the global elite write about that. So it's amazing to me because all this stuff is really public. Like the Rockefellers have a whole chapter about how they wanted to create the ecumenist movement to steer everything in their own political agenda for a world government and say so that they just see the religions as like forms of soft power or NGOs. In fact, Brzezinski, uh, a lot of these people talk about the, the, just to take the existing institutions and turn them into versions of soft power for the you know western elite
2: bro, you nailed it. This institutional capture is what's all about. If you get into you know feminism we know that they 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 basically created feminism, but there were feminists yeah. before that. there were people <laughs> there were women going, hey dude I'm like half a half a citizen here and they 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 captured that institution BLM was BLM too meaning as well they captured that they took out the leadership put in their own leadership the Democratic Party bring in dude the Koch brothers and the Bushes brought in the Clintons to take the Democrats to the center more center Mm -hmm. then you look what the Bush did to the Republicans made them fucking neocons and all that shit so this is this is exactly what happens they jay nailed it they don't they don't destroy the institution they just replace the leadership and they do limited hangouts that fucking capture it and like i'm sorry this is sam speaking not jay sam speaking that's basically what the argument between um mug club what's his name mug club uh
3: crowder and crowder
2: and candace owens is like is the daily wire Capturing the conservative movement, and I would tell you 100 percent they are. Mm -hmm. When you have Jordan Peterson having dinner with Netanyahu, and then starting to call for the overthrow of Iran, what do you think's happening? So it's like it's like it's like it's like you can you listen. Someone can get 99 percent of something right. It's that one percent where they say the crazy shit that you let you know what's really going on. And
3: that's- No! 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 That's because when I studied Carl Jung, he told me about the Kabbalah, and then when I met with Netanyahu, the Kabbalah turned out to be true, so that's not categorically false.
2: So, so let's get into this. And by the way, awesome.
0: Yeah, that was, that was great. Just you need a little
2: more crying.
3: Just a little more crying. I can't get it just right. Like, my, my JBP is always messed up, so it always comes out different, but thank you for your kindness. Sir. I loved it.
2: Well, we love it. We I give you points. Right. You're going to Hollywood. All right, guys, real quick, I want to tell you about our friends at Mint If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals of 2023, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile, you'll get their unlimited plan for 50% off, 50% off! As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton. With phone plans starting at just $15 a month, Johnny's been using, I've been using, Xavier, hey, trust me, Xavier loves, I need, Mint, yeah, yeah. I it. yeah, look at the price, I'm, look, look at it. the price. And like, he's been using Mint Mobile long before this deal, and I have to say, it's the perfect time to switch, but you have to hurry because this deal ends january 15th damn they're right up to it there we go mint mobile's kicking off their year with their best offer before january fifteenth. buy any three-month plan and get three months free three months more for free man
0: that's january 15th too that's close you gotta hurry
2: turn and burn get in and rock by going online only and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high speed data delivery on the nation's largest 5G network. You're, use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switching is easy. with a, you could do it within minutes with the E S I M E SIM. There we go. So switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just fifteen bucks a month. So here's what to do: buy any three month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months free by going to MintMobile.com/timfoil. That's MintMobile.com/timfoil. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at Mint Dot-com slash Tim hurry offer ends January 15th. So I, I love this So my question to you brother is and I say this all the time uh, they the, the 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 CIA Mossad and MI6 in England, they're basically the same company and they all just have district managers that run their area Name different names for different areas. Do you think the KGB is involved with that? You think the kgb is a part of that network and that uh, they work together when it matters and then they have to present the persona of we're enemies they're we gonna fight each other yeah we're, we're, we really hate those guys over there we're not friends with them we hate them
3: so i think that <clears throat> initially the west and british intelligence 100 percent funded and aided early Bolsheviks and they got the British uh, Prime Minister back at that time to turn and flip on the Tsar of Russia and they supported the Bolsheviks. And they sent aid money that's from uh, Rockefeller's sure. banking elites in England, like that. that's all behind both. So initially there was a lot of collusion with Western intelligence. And then what happened was by the time of Stalin, stalin wanted to change the course of the soviet union and he wanted to make he wanted to revitalize this kind of russian nationalism and they they wanted him to take the marshall plan money which would have really aligned uh the stalin regime with the west and and that's because they wanted ultimately to have what they call the third way the synthesis of of monopoly capital in the west with communism in the, the east uh but stalin didn't do that and so that's kind of what kicked off the cold war was his not accepting the marshall plan aid and they'd already helped build up Stalin and and his regime. So this is what kicks off the cold war. And I do think they wanted the cold war to happen. So, but there is an element of which there's in my view like a real kind of struggle going on here. So I think that during that time period, the uh, collusion with the KGB and the Western intelligence agencies was somewhat limited especially like the CIA or British intelligence. However, there are multiple figures in British intelligence and maybe one or two that had CIA connections like army hammer. So basically Lord Rothschild, Army Hammer, and Robert Maxwell, just Lane's dad, they were all doing both sides, they were playing both sides, right? So Lord Rothschild, who was British intelligence, MI, MI5, MI6, he had a stable of people that he had compromised, including this the Cambridge Five, and that compromise model is the exact same model that th- through sex stuff, butt stuff, the same model that uh Robert Maxwell was was doing which then handed down to Jislaine and and Jeff Stein McEffrey. right? So <laughs> so at that level of those people that are kind of that seem to be above the Cold War East West dialectic, like Rothschild, Maxwell, Army Hammer. Not the actor, but his granddad or whatever, Armin that Hammer. Crazy dude, there's always a
2: connection. You're like, why is this dude in every movie? There's nothing. And the <laughs> movies with Bob and he'd still keep getting movies. It's unbelievable
0: why does, why does this dude like talk about eating women's hearts and stuff yeah that, he wants that, to yeah. eat bodies right
3: yeah. he wants to eat some flesh
0: no you're totally right
3: yeah so i mean like and by the way a lot of the bolsheviks had these kind of like these weird satanic parties and events and like, they, they were into some of this really crazy stuff anyway long story short so early on, yeah, there is some collusion between, I think Theosophy and Madame Blavatsky. I think that was a British intelligence creation, Theosophy. I think she worked as kind of a go-between with the KGB. The British agent who was, was um, un, I forget that guy's name, Love Lovelace, Lovelock, he was the the go-between to the Bolsheviks early on. There was a actual division at the time of Stalin, but then I was watching James Bond, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, last night, <laughs> and I forgot that that whole James Bond. That's like one of the Pierce Brosnan ones from I don't know late '90s. I forgot that whole episode is about higher level oligarchs playing China and and Russia against the U.S. Right? Oh. and the. CIA and the KGB are colluding in that, as well as Chinese intelligence. The movie ends with James Bond up with the chick.
0: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
3: The Asian chick, right? Who's Chinese communist intelligence? So James Bond and the communists work together. I think that's the one where Bond gets the Order of Lenin award because they work with the... So in other words, KGB, no, like that's gone. But um, I think that Russian intelligence at time will, will at times will exchange information maybe with the west or whatever they'll have exchange deals but i really i don't think that everything like with the ukraine war and russia and all that that's completely controlled i think there is a real kind of element of uh of warfare going on here
2: it's 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 interesting so we got into a little bit like i think i i'm really into that you know there is this group of people they worship dark entities whether those entities are real or not depending on who you talk to I don't know if we'll ever find out the truth I think it's a very deep 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 but we get into like kind of culturalism right now going on in America and uh, a big thing is feminism going on and we are we are living in a war between men and women that is being uh, pushed forward by social media TikTok, Instagram Twitter and that is this war of that we are we are seeing women be more promiscuous is that the word I, I promiscuous uh, yeah promiscuous uh than we've ever seen before which is you know most guys would love that you're like yeah good give it give it up uh, but we're also seeing this weird kind of microaggressions of sexual harassment as well like you know like show me a girl i'll show you a chick who took a picture of her butthole and said it to somebody but then we're also getting into this kind of thing where, like oh i'm at the gym i'm rocking camel toe i got my nipples my high beams are on and i don't know why you're staring at me while i'm doing squats and this is all being done on purpose and again we get into this guy from all gas no breaks where you watch all of these uh you read all the people who came forward about them all of them are like, consent, I consented, I consented, I consented. And now it's like, oh, but he still got me too. So what are your whole thoughts on that? Like the cult feminists? Cause I know the divine feminists and those fourth wave feminism are two different things.
3: So I, I interviewed a friend of mine, uh, Rachel, and she wrote a new book called, um, a roots. Uh, I'm thinking exactly a Occult roots of feminism. That's it. And so she goes into each of the waves, one two three, and I didn't even I didn't even know about all these waves, but I did know that the Rockefellers put a bunch of money into third wave femi- feminism through Abby Rockefeller. She put I forget how many millions of dollars into that to get it going. So the my concern is that it kind of goes all the way back to their original versions of feminism yeah. itself, which actually comes out of the French Revolution. So the revolutionaries themselves always had this idea of a feminist movement as part of the uh, egalitarian sort of revolution they had um and i just don't think that it makes sense to completely reorganize society on these equal egalitarian lines because it doesn't mean that women aren't don't have the same nature as men do but i think we just have different functions and purposes in society i don't think that we're made the same or made to do the same stuff but the Many of the feminists who have uh, been sort of pioneers over the years in her book, she details how they were all tied into like goddess worship. They were all tied into this kind of esoteric stuff, which maybe esoteric itself just means hidden. That's not a big of a deal. But the problem is that these revolutionary movements, they're also like, feminism itself is, is also funded by these power elite. You can go look up the interview with, uh, Aaron Russo and one of the Rockefellers he was friends with and Aaron Russo, the director is like, well, they, they said that they were big funders of, of feminism because they wanted to get women out of the house mm-hmm. to not have men and women in relationships to have more energy going into the taxation system. And so that people would stop having uh, children and, and having normal relationships. So it's like, they even say why they're into feminism. But I do think there's this other element, which is a deeper spiritual occult element, which is the attack on archetypes. So what feminist? some of these feminists that are outright like sort of goddess worshipers, they'll actually say that the real essence of feminism is the attack on the notion of God the father, that or that God has any fatherly characteristics. And so the goddess itself is a an attack on that principle. And they see it as kind of like the manifestation of nature, right? Because nature has these, opposing forces in it. So it's just another form of nature worship, um, but it's inherently subversive because it's not just a notion of attacking God the Father, it also ends up being st- sterile. If you think about the witch, the archetype of the witch, right? Which many of these feminists that are into goddess, world, I mean, they're into wicca, they're into witchcraft, they're, they're witches. What's the archetype of the witch? Like it's the old hag that that's alone and freaking eating babies because witches are nasty and they keep bodily fluids in jars and they eat babies dude <laughs> so it's like that's the archetype of uh, which shows you in the in the imagery of itself the sterility that's what i'm trying to say
2: well you know if you look at like gloria Steinem, right she was just yes. a known fbi informant that she was pl- placed in there to control the 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 movement and it's unbelievable that when these come out and they're confirmed that nobody gives a fuck you know nobody cares i mean you take a look at jesse jackson l sharpton known fbi informants does anybody care does anybody care at all nobody cares like you they have captured the institution of feminism and now we take a look at what's going on In like we we had this uh, statue of Teddy Roosevelt or whoever take it down New York and then replaced with a fucking occult feminist statue which looks a lot like Medusa and we've had uh, Christopher Knowles on talking about what the image of a Medusa Equals, which is the, the death of the masculine, the destruction of the masculine, that the, the feminine is also the bearer of life, but the, also the destroyer. And we know that. And, like, nobody here is trying us. to... Yeah, dude. Right? It's just it's just crazy dude it's all being done on purpose and so when you get into these witches and drinking blood and all this stuff it's like I listen I don't care if you have kids you can have kids you don't have to have kids it's up to you but man we see we see what happens when women get to a certain age and realize that they made a mistake on not having kids now if you've decided not to have kids that's fine I went most of my life with not having kids so I can't judge you. I was right there with you. I've had kids. It's the best thing I ever did. And that is fine. Okay? But we've seen, like, this kind of nastiness that is going on
0: with these women
2: in their late 40s and 50s. Like, the way they talk about children and the way they're told, like like it's like they want to sit there and tell you about all these microaggressions of sexual harassment in everything at all like man they're toxic masculinity everywhere they turn they can't go anywhere without feeling like sexually uh, verbally, uh, insulted, you know, but yet they'll sit there and scream at you about what a piece of shit you are for not being okay about a man dressed as a sexual object of a woman doing gyrating in front of children. Right? Like that's, that's acceptable. But when adult women in their fifties who are trying to come to grips with why didn't work out the way they wanted it to, It had to be because of patriarchy.
3: And exactly that comes actually comes back to Gnosticism because Gnosticism is kind of bound up with this same idea of attacking the notion of the archetype of the father or God, the father, because in the Gnostic system, the father creator God of this world is a evil deity that's imprisoned us, right? So he's the one that's created us with male and female. And what the underlies a lot of this agenda, and it's beyond just the feminist because this ties into the, you know, T R A N Z agenda. Like that is about this notion that the, the distinctions that we have are the problem or that there, that we have the ability to identify in the world different things. Right? So in other words, these movements argue that you don't actually have a, a nature that you're identifying or a biological fact that you're identifying because all natures and facts are human constructs they're social constructs so they're arguing that you can't even identify objects in the world this is where it gets into philosophy because if you could that would mean that men are men women are women right there are natures there, there is biological facts going on here you can't change those because of your mental, you know, magical worldview that you want to impose upon reality. It's postmodernism, magical thinking, right? So that's, that is Gnosticism though, right? Gnosticism is saying that there's not an actual reality in the world. It's all an illusion. There's not men and women. It's all, it's all a social construct. It's just, you know, then that's what underlies this revolutionary anti-human movement. All of these go together because they're all motivated by the same anti-human agenda. So the feminists, all of these people—it's like all the same motivations that are anti-human. It's really obvious to me. I don't know. I don't know why. No,
2: it's you know, obvious to everybody. And the problem is that in our society, lying is acceptable. Yes. We live in the land of lying. Mm. Lying is okay. You can lie to people's face, get caught, keep lying. Nobody cares. Right. There's no accountability. You know. Uh, well, there's also something going on in the conservative movement about snitching, and I don't know how you can be a conservative and be okay with snitching, giving away secrets. You know, trying to take people out through your sneak for your secrets for a personal gain, which is you know what Candace Owens wants to do with uh, Stephen Crowder. He, she wants to. She says, "I know things about his personal life, and I know what she's talking about." I I talked about it on RockFam. I'm not going to talk about it here because that's none of my fucking business. Okay? But she's, like, threatening to blackmail him if he doesn't chill out. How is that any different than what the left does? How is that acceptable behavior from the quote-unquote conservative group? Right? That is straight-up snitching for personal gain cause she wants to make her little midget boss happy. Right? Cause he signs the checks. And I say, and listen, Kaz Owens does great work, but you sitting there talking about outing shit? How's it any different than all these fucking open micers jumping on big working comics things, trying to air their dirty laundry. Like they've done something with their career. It's the exact same thing. There's no ethics in it. It is snitch bitch behavior. And we're starting to accept that on the right because your, your hatred of someone is more important than your own morals. You want to hate somebody. You want to see somebody doing well fall because you're upset with yourself. And you're willing to throw out all of your, your principles to see somebody else fail. And that's why everyone's okay with Candace Owens even saying that. Because in reality, what she's talking about, if it was on the streets, she'd get fucked up. Because they don't play that shit. If she was in prison, she'd get fucked up. We just don't do that, man. That's where I come from. We don't do that shit.
1: And if it was that bad, she would have said it a long time ago.
2: Like, unless it's like he murdered yeah, somebody. I'm saying. If it was that right, bad, she wouldn't have yeah. Okay, if you have actual proof of it.
0: Yeah, not like, just a suggestion. Well, then you—if it's something like that—then you're a piece of shit for, for using it as a political yeah. card and, and an not argument. going to the yeah. cops. And being yeah, a yeah, friend, yeah. being if, a friend with someone it's knowing worth that putting out there, you should put it out there for you know for its own merits, not for. How are you any different leverage.
2: than that fat fuck sink over there at fucking Young Turks? losing his mind over fucking tra- oh uh, you're gonna try you're gonna try just a minute it's like oh, also what sucks. you're trying to say is that you think trans are embarrassing and you're trying to out somebody for liking trans that's what you're doing you're saying you're liberal but in reality you think trans are a joke and you're going to use them as a political tool to take down somebody that is curb stomping your show right now and that's what it is and this is all this fucking clout chasing shit that's come from the internet now
3: nobody exactly can,
2: right nobody can no, you, no, you nailed
3: it i mean it's so supposedly conservative people all doing the same tactics as the social justice warriors the last 10 years that complained about it's like and it's just people being pragmatic and you know getting into power plays and doing you know uh <clears throat> Trying to figure out ways to damage other people just because the ends justify the means. But I agree, like, that's not, that doesn't make any sense to operate that way if we've been complaining for, you know, 10 years about how the left has done this in, in the public sphere. But I mean, I think a lot of these, you know, so called conservative pundits, I don't really follow them. So I don't really know what their positions are. But I mean, a lot of these people aren't really, they're just, they're just media people. It's not really. I mean, they they could they could become uh you know Young Turks people tomorrow, and nobody would bat an eye, right? And they pro- they probably wouldn't bat an eye. No, I like agree. A lot of these, I agree. A lot the of these reason, big name people.
2: The only reason I care is because we had Dave Landau, who's from the show, and I love him. And he was, I know, he was kind of like, dude, some shit's gonna go down. I hope it doesn't, but and then it came down, and there's just whole war going on, and just I don't know if anyone's. Right in it, they might be both wrong.
1: They're both wrong. He shouldn't have recorded that conversation. Yeah, they're, both wrong. That. they're both wrong. They're both wrong. Right. I think no one wins in this. And no one wins here.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just getting weird, and everybody just running out and making accusations to people. Listen, listen, we're now getting to a place where a guy staring at a girl with camel toe is like seen as sexual assault. Like, think about that. Think about that. That's what they want you to believe. That they are being sexually assaulted because that, I mean, and listen, I mean, it's just getting ridiculous. It's getting out of control. And they, they just want it to get crazier and crazier so that more and more people get taken out. And that's what they want. They want you to think, even though you, I mean, look, I can't stand he's sorry. The things he's done to comedians I find disgusting. But what happened to him was wrong. The girl's like, he should have seen it in my eyes. I You said you wanted to do it. She should have seen it in my eyes. That's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you have to be about? an
0: empath to have sex now. You, know? you have to be psychic to, to have sex with somebody and, and not get in trouble. And just
2: like the mating ritual now has been weaponized. Yeah. Unless you're like the greatest. I mean, like, dude, even if you're the greatest looking guy in the world, you have some chicks like, yeah, we had sex, but yeah, the next day I said I, I wasn't comfortable with it. What? What? I, have I told a story about my friend who was like, said that she was sexually assaulted by this billionaire and she went back to have sex with him just to make sure? <laughs> did I tell uh, you that, that story? Real? That's a real story. She's like, yeah, you know, it's like, he, I had this billionaire friend and I hooked my friends up with him. And like one day we hooked up and I'm like, did I even want that? I think I got sexually assaulted. I go, what? She goes, so I went back and had sex with him again. And then I realized, yeah, I didn't want to have sex with him. I'm That's like, dude. Insane. What? What? Are you and you're you're, you're not in a psych ward right now? What well, did you see that? No, movie? you're right
3: about this. Like the so the, the conservative pundits are arguing yeah. over, you know, contracts, right? And meanwhile, I put out a poll, a question the other day on YouTube and Twitter, or maybe it was actually a week ago. And I was I was asking because I was curious that. It seemed to me, and because I interact with people that are kind of Zoomer age people in my Discord quite a bit, they, they ask a lot of questions or a lot of Zoomers in there. So I was curious like, when I was in high school in the 90s, it was very much still like a John Hughes movie. Like, you had the clicks there was the jocks, there was the popular chicks, there was the party dudes that smoked weed and play guitar, there was the nerds. I mean, it was like they were very clicky, very much like a John Hughes movie. And I was like, so what is it like in high school now? I have no idea. And the majority of the responses were that it's not really like that anymore. There might be a little bit of clicks, but it's basically like everybody is identifying as fake and gray and T R A and Z. And there's not really clicks anymore. And then I started realizing, like Isaac says, do the nerds are going to kill us all because we're moving into <laughs> the nerd controlled, the nerd world order. Right where the Silicon Valley elites are going to enforce all of this, right? Purple hair, people eater, crap through the internet, where everybody's supposed to mandated to accept all this stuff, and like I just can't even believe that in you know from the '90s to now, right? Like high school isn't even high school anymore. It's like this weird, this weird like Skittles cult. You know what I mean by Skittles, right?
2: Taste so the rainbow.
3: The code words. G- G- Faking gray <laughs> what i'm saying is that it's not normal mating rituals anymore when i was in high school you get dressed up you put on cologne you go hit on girls you don't do that anymore i'm just saying i'm backing that what sam was saying
2: yeah i'm with that's you on nice. that i also want to say you might have the the greatest thumbnail game i've ever seen in my life your thumbnails are fucking amazing
3: that's a polish dude i pay a polish dude who's who's a, a that guy a thumbnail master. is
2: a master bro that is that is like pornography for my eyes. That thing is so <laughs> nice. I mean, I'm just I just want to I fuck your your thumbnail stock.
3: Is there other kinds of pornography? that not I mean, is there yeah, like I mean there's I guess uh, there's audio. I guess, yeah, there's I, guess ASMR. I guess
2: I I I my I was just going through my Rolodex of words and I said pornography and so and you know what sound I heard in my head? Won woop <laughs> Pornography I on like the him.
3: ears.
0: So <laughs> so um, Yeah, would you can I just say did you see that uh Some feminist on Facebook sent out this post a couple of weeks ago that that went viral of, it was like, can you imagine if you were a guy and you got treated like this and it was basically a woman complimenting a guy and like, hey babe, you look beautiful, you should smile more though, And, and like, oh boy, those jeans are really nice and all the guys are commenting in this thing, it's gone viral, you know, they're like, yeah, that would, I I mean, I would I would probably cry. Nobody said anything nice to me in years, you know? 100%. It's like the nicest thing I've ever heard. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, can
0: you imagine if you went down the street and people were like, women were like, Hey, buddy. Yeah, looking good. I mean, I would feel so great if that happened. to me. the trans do it sometimes down in Santa Monica, oh, uh, and it makes me so only, happy.
2: Trans are the only hot chicks who hit on me. It anymore, makes me so happy. Just so you know, like, so I'm not trying to piss off my base at all. Okay, trans oh, are the it. only ones. Like, hey, I'm like, thank you for letting me feel wanted again. Yeah, like, keep moving, keep moving. Like, okay. like, I, <laughs> like he says, the one they hate the
1: most is, hey, can you put a pretty smile on that face? They hate that. How I don't even understand how that's. Oh, don't make, don't tell me what to do.
2: Well, like, Bro, just what what's is really about crazy him. about it is like, it's so funny. I, I remember I saw a girl tweet one time, Jesus, I can't go anywhere without guys hitting on me. And I go and I tweet, this isn't going to age well, okay, <laughs> because, <laughs> because you, there is something called the wall. And you see it on YouTube, in, per, in particular, black YouTube loves to talk about the wall. And do you know Were what the you, wall like, is? Hitting the wall? Yeah, like hitting oh, oh, the gosh. wall. Okay. Yeah. And hitting the wall lets you know who has real privilege. Right? That lets you know where the privilege really is. Because women suddenly like, people are not just being nice to me for no reason. I actually have to earn everything I got. And listen, I think women are beautiful at all ages. I, I really do. I'm not. But like the days of just free shit comes to an end. And you're no different than a pro athlete. Who like Blake Griffin <laughs> can't dunk like he used to. He's not gonna be in the NBA much longer because his physical gifts Yeah, you
0: figure out how good your jumper is after you you know you lose your ups. You know? Well that's why
2: like- Tracy McGrady left so quickly. He was such he was so physically more dominant than everyone he played against. He never worked on his fundamentals. Yeah. So when he couldn't jump anymore, the game was gone. And that's a big problem. So you have these chicks who are just absolutely smoke shows, and then the bottom falls off because it happens to all of us. Man, I look back at some of my old pictures, I'm like, man, I'd fuck me. Yeah. Seriously, I was so good looking back in the day. And now I'm just like, thick legs, no ass. Hurt, bro. Okay? <laughs> hey, it's you just- still
1: got wonderful hair, though. Me and Thank Johnny always you. talk I mean, about dude, that that's hair. that's all I yeah. have yeah.
2: left. So- that's, but the point is, and it doesn't mean you're like, like you know, the whole thing about, you know, I'm less valued. You're not. You're literally like everybody else. It's the old saying, watch, watch giving somebody special privileges because they'll think equality is demeaning. And that's really what it is. So now everything you get in your life, you have to earn, right? Yeah. It's not that you're not valued. It's it's like, you know, some I've, I've had female friends of mine get very angry at me because I make fun of Madonna's aging horribly not not that she doesn't look good it's that she is not accepting that she's not 30 and not 20 anymore not 30 anymore and of course women yeah. go this is self sex is only women what are you talking about <laughs> What are you talking about men get made fun of all the time and they aren't even doing anything. They could be a guy who worked their whole life. They're like, you know, I got some money. I'm gonna buy a nice car. Oh, somebody's going through a midlife crisis. Someone's (laughs) got a little dick. Someone's a fucking loser. You're like, what? I just worked my whole life and I just want to buy a car. I've always wanted you. Fuck. What are you fucking trying to compensate for? (laughs) Happens all the time, but now it's you and you see the wall coming. Unfortunately, now you gotta rest on your morals and listen. That's why, that's why when people don't have kids, they don't realize the arc of life. And you and you don't have to have kids. But
1: it, what, why do you say that? Because I've I've heard, I've heard moms tell me like, dude, I notice it because they start looking at my daughter now instead of me. Like they notice, like they they like they notice well, yeah. like it starts but, like going like this where it's like not the listen. same attention.
2: So so Leonardo so, Carp, Capio, Jay, you want to jump in? That's funny. I was about to Just, real quick off. I wanted to
3: say on, on that on that point like so going back to like the normal male rituals like I'm not a chick, I don't know what the normal chick rituals are for mm-hmm. becoming of age or whatever, but I mean going back to like that John Hughes movie type of thing like it's a normal guy ritual to learn how to get along in society, how to deal with women, how to talk to women when you're at that high school age 18, 19, 20 to talk to Learn to hit on women. To me, that's part of a male growth ritual. Like that's something you're supposed to go through because it helps you figure out how to get along in the world, how to act in the world. If you can't attract a mate, you as a dude are gonna have a hard time getting along in this world. You're gonna be sexually pent up, go crazy. You're gonna be like an incel. So this is a ritual that men should go through. They should learn to do this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, and, 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 and if dudes don't go through this, it's going to contribute. It's not the only thing. It's going to contribute to the collapse of society because the opposite of the, of the feminist is the incel dude who decides to just check out, and then he starts going nuts. They're just as nuts as the feminists.
2: Well, they yeah, because they're not doing the primal drive. And it gets into, now we see men are losing it, uh, being lost to the internet because they're just watching porn and playing video games where they get their their drive to compete with other males which is either sports games or uh violent like martial arts games or war games that's men are playing their primal drives in those games and they're not dealing with women anymore. Yeah. Right? So now you got like and most women are like I think 80% of men are ugly. You're like so 100% of the women are fighting over 20% of the guys. Good fucking luck. Like, and you wonder why guys are cheating on their girls. They got to fuck everybody or else no one's getting fucked. That's
0: why Leo is still scoring, Uh, you know, (laughs) 20-year-old chick. Well, and then listening to
2: women lose it on why why he likes young chicks and you're like oh he's insecure he likes him dumb he likes to manipulate them no it gets down to the most primal of primal things is that the more the younger the girl we're talking 18 right the younger the girl the more fertile the woman now i know he's not having kids with them
0: yeah but it's, it's but not that is the he's primal that. Yeah.
2: drive and it's the same reason why these women are being so dumb and they're putting out their like body count Thinking it's a good thing
1: I've never I've never heard a guy listen to a body count high and be like that's hot I can't wait to be 52
2: yeah one hundred percent. because that gets down to the primal thing that the best way you know to lock down the lock down to make sure it's your kid is to make sure she doesn't fuck around if you got a 300 body count, how I know you're gonna lock it down and not fuck around me and then I'm raising somebody else's kid kid and then two weeks later i'm here 15 years later i find out it's not my kid yeah it's just like the way it goes bro it's just the way it goes and you can't change that nothing about that is going to change and listen guys are idiots too but you know like the whole incel thing it's like it's like show me a dude who works out real hard shredded good looking that loves satan where is he nope that isn't in Hollywood. Not, and I'm not talking like LA people trying to, you know, curry, uh, you know, love from the right. industry. But show me some dude in Oklahoma who's just shredded six pack that bangs everything and moves. is like, dude, dude, love Moloch, bro. Love Moloch. Well, yeah, dude.
0: I get what you're saying. There's something to be said, though, about being vain. And I, I think a lot of Satanists I've, are vain in that way. But it's, it's know, interesting. J- Sam knows
1: not every guy that does jujitsu is that great looking but all these fuckers have hot girlfriends all the time at Eddie Bravo, at the shows they all have a hot yeah. girlfriend and it's because yeah. they work out they're confident they can kick some ass and, and they're they like protect Look. a woman yeah right? and girls want that shit it's all like they're all we always say hot smoke show because Eddie Bravo with the jiu-jitsu people show up and it's like yeah. my girl
0: hates my guns but she she admits sometimes she's like yeah i'm glad you have them. yeah it's like yeah that's what they're supposed him, to do because like,
2: women have, have this drive okay to protect children so guns would scare them but you're supposed to be the man going I'm here to protect zip it mm-hmm. that's how it goes yeah that's it. <laughs> right no, good right. luck on that. Right. No, right. <laughs> so uh real quick I want to ask you about your you uh did a show with our good friend Jamie Kennedy how'd that go
3: that was awesome. Uh, I mean, I think, by the way, uh, thanks to you for all the times you had me on and all that, because I don't think that would have ever happened if, if I hadn't had, you know, the shows with you. He, he mentioned the old show that we did, uh, in studio there when, when I visited you in person oh, and that Allison Weber was actually a friend of, friend of his. So. Uh, that's how that show happened as well as from you so and props to you but that was cool like i it's just weird to you know like when you grow up watching people on tv and movies and you know you're all into the movie world. And then to interview those people, it, it, I don't know, to me, it's still surreal. I still get starstruck. So, uh, just again, thanks to you, but it was, it was neat to talk to him about like he's waking up to a lot of the esoteric stuff. And I guess to a degree he always knew because he said, I didn't realize this. He said his dad was a big David Ike fan. So like, so he was kind of bathed in conspiracy stuff from the womb, but didn't really know that, you know, until we talked and, and chatted about the sort of deeper Hollywood esoteric stuff.
2: He cracks me up, dude, because we would talk about stuff, and he'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm still, I, I yeah. I'm up for something at Disney. Calm down, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. you know." Yeah, yeah. And- yeah we had through. to make a few edits. He's like, "Ha ha ha!" Yeah. <laughs> delete. That, <okay. laughs> like half of the shit is like delete. So like, we've been talking for 3 hours we're gonna delete half of this order. Okay. Uh,
2: uh, oh, he's good. I mean like There you
3: guys overlap in you're like you guys have a similar little uh, like the spirit of your laugh. There's a little bit of an overlap there. <laughs> I'm with like cool that. About, I love
2: Jamie. It's, it was fun to um have him on and I was very I was pleasantly surprised by the reaction to him on the show. Like, everybody universally loved it. Yeah. You know, and not that I didn't think they would, but he's they... He's a
0: beloved guy, you know? Yeah, he gets I know. a lot of shit from smarmy-ass yeah. people, but he's beloved by yeah, most people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, like, we were like we were talking off here about Carrot Top, right? And how, like, I like Carrot Top. I think he's funny just because he's not pushing the envelope. Like, my favorites, like David Tell or, or Doug Stanhope or Joe Rogan, but i like carrot top i like what he does on stage and that's okay to be simple and funny not simple in the sense that's not good shit, but like not trying to press you all the time so like jamie's like that and that's why i enjoyed him being on there now what are you talking about you're you're filming a special is that what this says
3: yeah so not not like a stand-up special but well There'll be some filming of what uh, of the live event in Austin, but I, I, I was just told not to talk about what it is, so I have okay. to talk in generalities. Okay, we the don't have to talk that, about
2: it. We don't have to talk about it. Well, the that. reason
3: for that is, no, I, I didn't realize when I sent you that, that then he was like, oh, don't don't mention exactly what it is. You, you can speak in generalities, but... You want to speak so that, in code? Like, beep, beep, yeah, beep, beep, so beep, beep, basically, beep. Uh, there's going to be some... Do some, you, know, you know how they used to do those interviews on like when Colbert was first doing stuff where he would like trick people into interviews and they didn't really realize it was a joke interview. Yeah. So there's some of that is gonna be going on is that's the only reason we don't really wanna like okay, I
2: respect that.
3: go super deep into it. Cause it's gonna be really funny if we can pull it off, but we're, we're gonna be, I mean, it's gonna involve man on the street impressions. It's a big thing. Well, uh, that's all I can you, say.
2: Jay, Cause I think I'm really, really happy when I see people Who maybe are coming from a different content creating you know uh, medium uh, and they kind of watch what stand-ups are doing and like going hey how can I apply that to what I'm doing and I know you've always liked to do comedy because you've always been really funny on the show and it's great to see you starting to do that I wish more people in the conspiracy world that can do comedy because not everybody can that doesn't mean you're not great but not everybody can but those who can uh do it i think it's a great way to help the you know the medicine go down and like my instagram exactly. i refuse to be serious all the time right. i find dirty dark politically incorrect shit funny and i'm not going to change because some people for oh dude this is just ro- no man I we're together fighting lizard people I get it. We're together, we're trying to defend children, we're trying to defend the Constitution, we're defending our right to connect with God and be in God's grace. I respect that. But I also think there's funny stuff out there. Like when they pulled an entire cucumber out of a guy's butt. Oh. That made me laugh, okay? <laughs> and that's
1: funny. And then what and did Johnny do? If you don't Johnny think do? that's
2: funny, what is the point of fighting for all this?
1: And what do we have to tell you to do?
2: Take it down. <laughs>
1: and the Illuminati wanted
3: that out there because they wanted everybody seeing if you could actually fit it in there that's it's a plot, right it's right. cultural warfare no, but so you're right because and I don't mean to just kiss your butt your flat no, butt I all love day it. But, um, please
2: keep it going I need
3: please it. keep kissing that flat butt yeah. uh, <laughs> you <laughs> so I noticed that, you know, when you put your podcast out, we started listening to it back. I think when we first uh, got in touch with you through Isaac or whoever it was, I don't remember. And I remember thinking, wow, so this guy's actually just doing like, he's a stand-up, but he's doing a conspiracy podcast. Can you actually bridge that world successfully? You did it. And then I thought, well, I should, that means I can be more of myself. Cause that's just, kind of the real silly me right is not like you said always say, if you're super into this conspiracy shit all the time and you're nothing but you know studying dark materials and all this you know eating babies crap i mean you're gonna go nuts you're literally gonna go crazy you have to realize that, that, that that's not the whole world there's you that's know it, funny shit in the world you should laugh at it and so again, you inspired that. I mean, Sam Hyde's a big inspiration for that too. And I was Sam watching Hyde's some of James- the
2: best. We gotta get Sam yeah. back on. get like, Sam back on. I was I didn't watching know, some adjacent. I going to be honest stuff. with you. I didn't know a lot about him when he was on, so mm-hmm. I was like, what's gonna happen here? You know, but yeah. now the more I follow that show, guy. Yeah. I fucking love Sam Hyde, and I think he's very important. And he's like, he's just kind of this giant hulk. That like whenever you watch like uh, some animation about even like Game of Thrones, right? When the big giant kind of just storms through and takes all there. That's why I think Sam Hyde is like he is doing everything that you're not supposed to do in political correctness and just keeps walking forward. He's doing comedy in blackface. He's doing all that shit. And he just doesn't care. And like when you learn, when you realize that you they are if you kowtow to them, and I'm watching friends of mine who I love very much, if you kowtow to them, they're gonna put your head on a stake. But if you show them you don't give a shit about what they say and how they do it, and you just have, you take what they say about you and you just hit it with gamma radiation and blow it up bigger and go even crazier than they were saying it, they got no power on you. They got nothing. Dude, cancel culture isn't real in the sense of people canceling people. It is the yeah. illusion of corporations canceling people to give the illusion that blue haired, non binary fuck faces, okay, have some kind of power. And they have no power. No power whatsoever.
1: You know who else you created? Alex Stein. Well, I Alex I not, no, but you got him to start doing shows. And you I gave him a little you, bit. Yeah. You put him on the first show. Remember how Grady he was talking about his girlfriend eating his ass, and
2: she's like, Hell, "I yeah. did." Yeah, and we're like, "What that the fuck?" That big yeah. tooth <laughs> chick, that that fucking honey badger. <laughs>
3: Well, I think what you demonstrate, and I noticed, so I was watching some of Jamie's old stuff, like uh, Jamie Kennedy experiment, and I was noticing like a lot of what he's doing is actually kind of like, you know, trolling and doing the Sam Hyde stuff before Sam Hyde, not knocking Sam. I mean, there may be some influence from, you know, Jamie Kennedy to the, to the style of uh, the way Sam trolls and a lot of his stuff, like when he goes and acts like he's somebody else and messes with people. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's classic Jamie Kennedy experiment type stuff. And I think what you showed too, with your style is that you. You can bridge multiple worlds. Like you can do stand-up, be very successful stand-up, and go into this other domain and be successful there, as well as podcasts that deal with you know money and you know, cash dash, all that stuff. Like you show that you can do it and not be one-dimensional. And that's the key point here is that a lot of people like myself who you know we're doing podcasts and material that was one dimensional and you think well i actually have more to the, my personality than that yes. right? like I, I like to be funny i like to act ridiculous act retarded i like to do impressions all the time so why not let that out right so you let the beast loose Is what i'm trying to say you know guys like you show that it's possible to do it that's why you you got yeah and you help you know alex stein get going and yeah well the, we uh, knew alex was gonna to
2: blow it. up from the start like we were <laughs> like oh, that guy's gonna be huge and he's doing it and he's fearless and that's a big thing and the and and the biggest thing and this is kind of why i think jay you're you're doing really well is that you're authentic to who you are you know you're you're orthodox christian and a lot of people run from that shit. and i think it's like it's really important like I, I love having people on here that will talk about Christianity defend Christianity because I have no problems with having people talking about Gnosticism or astrology and all that stuff and like I'll like dude there's this guy who wants to come on and talk about Jesus I need to get him on I've tried to get him on it just for whatever reason it hasn't worked I'm open mind to everybody Everybody's can come on Tim Fall hat as long as you you're, you know you come in love and meaning that you're here to have a real conversation and not uh, be a clout chaser you can you can totally come on and that's what I really want and that's that's what I want because I don't know the answer I'm open-minded to hearing everything you want to do and the more you know it's like I'm gonna be honest with you dude it's like I see some of my friends who have these huge podcasts and they never have me on their show and I see who they have there on your show I'm like come on dude And not that i'm mad at anybody because everybody's on their journey okay like you know these young comics they're 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 great someday they're gonna be big name comics and you you want to treat everybody with kindness because you never know who's gonna fly by you treat everybody with kindness on the way up no matter where you are and what you like i get hit up by all these small conspiracy podcast and i would love to do them all i really would i'm just so burnt out right now i have to figure out my time because right now time is more important than money to me and i'm not rich i just have my bills paid and i just want i, I just need to have a moment to breathe because if i'm just constantly talking about the world i'm not living in it
1: no, you got kids that you're not going to get those times back. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's like the two or they run like, like crazy oh, after once they're in high school, once they're in, that's when you can like, okay, I can do more fucking. I'm podcasts. taking pictures of them. It's like,
2: you're never going to be two again. <laughs> this is your last time being two. I'm so sad, <laughs> man. I'm so sad. I love them. Well, Jay, and that's why I love you. And I'm glad you're doing well. And I, I look forward to seeing all the stuff you're doing. And uh, you should be proud of everything you've done, man, because, you know, when I saw you on Timcast, I'm like, okay, dude, it's good to see this guy getting the love that he deserves because he is such a great researcher and you're a great author. And, you know, you're in so many fucking books. It's like good to see that you that somebody like Tim Poole uh, sees you sees value in you and having you on his show that you know he wants your crowd to come see him and he wants his crowd to learn about you and i hope that that uh leads to more eyeballs on what you're doing and i do believe you adding comedy to it is going to expand your crowd because you know if you're just banging out dense data all the time you're going to lose people and it's okay to have those once in a while but it's like yeah. you gotta let la- you gotta you don't even have to be like "Ha ha," that, you know running laugh tracks at the back but you gotta be loosey-goosey and have like the key is this authenticity jay everything is authenticity that's the currency of the future people are looking for a lighthouse in the sea of shit, and if you you gotta have it dude because they're they can't find it on tv and they're just like, dude. Now you, now you know that the networks know what's going on because they don't start bringing the woke shit in till about episode four oh, when yeah. they know you're emotionally hooked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, oh, here's my trans Oh, here's gay
3: Ron uh, Swanson, right? Yeah, Did anybody right. want that? Right.
2: <laughs> it's like what we do. So one more time, uh, tell them where they can find you.
3: Yeah. You can go to jason.com. My website have archives there. You get access to all of the talks and the lectures for the last five years, a lot of serious stuff, but also a lot of goofy stuff as well. Uh, We'll be live in Austin, Texas. You go to my Twitter or to my event bright page and you can get tickets there Uh, February 11th, two to 7 PM. We'll have the philosopher of comedy, BG Cumby there. You've probably seen him trolling and doing a lot of funny stuff online. He famously trolled Fox news and PewDiePie over the years. He's known for that. He's gonna be doing his own 40-minute set, which he's done a good bit of stand-up. So he's, he's got a unique style. I do my own weird series of impressions. Uh, that'll be the, th- the first 30 minutes. Then we do a lecture on Hollywood, uh, the occult, and then we do a lecture on philosophy in my book. So it's a lot of fun. Everybody says it's a party. We get about 120 people out to all of our events. So be sure and come on out if you can February 11th, Austin, Texas, 2 to 7 p.m. And then you can find me at Rockfin, as you said. You can find me every Friday o- over at Lord Baldemort's hosting the fourth hour. Uh, and yeah, props to uh, Sam Tripoli for all the support and uh, you know having us on and and opening up a lot of doors and bridges. So I got you to thank for a big part of this. You and Lord Baldemort and mm-hmm. Sam Tripoli, and I mean, uh, are you giving away <laughs> you, toys? You're the too? same as the Sam Tripoli guys? I was about right? to so ask. Two t- 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 different Sam Tripolis in my head. Um, okay,
2: it's fine. Are you yeah. giving away toys?
3: Well, it says including no, so I, 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 I've I been uh ranting and dissing Funko Pops for a long time, and so we actually engage in a sort of a Gallagher esque dis- destruction of Funko Pops That's in fun. the midst of my live show, so it's, I don't it's get part them, of the, the, the
0: thing. I saw there's a store in the mall, huge, like uh huge. Glendale Galleria. And it, it's a whole massive store and all lining the walls are Funko Pop dolls all the way down.
3: They're taking over, dude. And it's because of these, like, gamer loser dudes that uh, all obsess over Funko Pops. Oh. And that when the Funko Pops take over, all the stores smell like ass because these mm. people don't take baths and they spend yeah, all their time in these stupid stores. Yeah. So when you go to a GameStop, the reason it smells like ass is because of these Funko Pop freaks. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't take baths. I'm with so, you, bro. I am with you on really.
1: that. Man, I, th- I thought we were going to get a Sam Tripley Funko real quick. I was like, yo, can we get one?
2: Yeah, I don't know, bro. <laughs> they probably
1: <laughs> will know. make
2: one. They probably will make I saw one of my comic friends holding up hers, so good for her i don't know all right jay thank you so much for coming on we had a a guest cancel and jay stepped up and we really appreciate it and not that you're a fill-in bro but it was great to have you come on because this was the perfect time to have this perfect yeah, anytime, conversation dude. and uh you will have an open door anytime when you when you shoot your special and then you uh want to promote it come on we'll We'll have you on so we'll get a bunch of eyeballs on it. I appreciate awesome. you. Uh, go go check out his live events. Go to SamTriplee.com. For my live events, uh, I'm putting together the Weirdo Tour, so the more dates are coming up. If you want me to come near you, you know, Comedy Club. If we'll do door deals or rock clubs, you know, uh, that wants uh, 150, 200 people in there, let me know. We'll come do it. We'll we'll drop the hammer of the gods on some people. And I love you guys. Thank you so much. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. All right, guys, real quick before we're done, we want to tell you about all of our affiliates. It's a great way to support the show, Uh, as you know. Uh, fiat money is chaos okay fractional reserve banking dangerous the best way to get out of it is precious metals in particular silver and gold silver and gold and that's why we're working at wise wolf okay wise wolf silver and gold just go sam triple or SamTriplee.gold and you could join and uh, the, he's hooking you up they got great pro that you can either buy single time or you can sign up for their program where you can buy up to $500 a month I'm doing it I hope you can too we also have Everybody at Eagle Research. That's right, Eagle Research Aqua Cure Mobile Model AC50 Brown Gas, Hydrogen Brown Gas. Uh, the guy who makes it says it's cure. People are using it. Check it out. Just go there. Use the the, the promo code. Tin Foil Hat, three words, and get a discount. Go back to the main page, Sam Triple E. You will get uh yeah, you get a discount with the promo code TIM And then our good friends over at HaleyRayCrystalshop.com. Go to the, the promo code is Swarm, Swarm 15. 15 15% get 50% off all your crystals, all your quartz, all you name it. What do we got here? Look at all this stuff, all this stuff. All the best, you can do it right there. It's all part of the best crystal shop on the internet jewels, bracelets, clusters you name it. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Ooh, candles, you name it, you got it. Swarm 15, thank you for supporting the show. We love you, and uh, thank you so much for your support. We go deep, homeboys. Open your mind, drinks. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional hey, idea. <laughs> <awake? laughs> Wake up, Aaron!
3: This is only the beginning.
2: There's you just blew my mind. Tim Foil hat him foil hack him foil hack Tim foil.